it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And I'm already starting uh, this podcast, this episode with laughter. Yeah, so if it gets a little bit giggly, just know that there's a good reason for it to be that way. Yeah, we have a special, no special is not the word. She is the most important woman in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, oh, your mom's? No. no. <laughs> um, we love our mom's. Dearly. Dearly. But th- this person, and I know a lot of people are going to be shocked. And so I'm just going to say, we've got our daughter, Michaela, in the studio. Yes. Welcome, Michaela. Hi. Thank you for having me. and that's why we're gonna do a lot of these giggles here because you know we've been on the elevator for two and a half years and kayla i remember before i'm like you want to be on the podcast no like no (laughs) and so i was shocked when i texted you last week and i said hey you want to be on the podcast and do you remember your response sure yes it was just (laughs) sure i was like Am I being punked right now? Like, she's really going to be on here. So there have been a lot of stories of you, Kayla, on the podcast. And, of course, true to form, like we do, anyone who's on the elevator with us is, where do you not want to go? So I love that we have boundaries. That helps someone like me because, you know, I could just blab about everything. So anyhow, um, I don't know why I'm like a nervous kid right now. Well, it's probably because, and I said that all jumbled up, it's probably because these aren't very, um, these aren't moments that happen very often in our lives where we get a chance to talk to one of our children directly on the podcast. So it's interesting in this way because we know a lot about her, but everyone else does not. That's right. So I'm I'm just going to start here. Uh, I met Michaela when she was nine years old and it was such a wonderful treat for me to meet this young girl who loved her mother dearly, but was willing to give me a chance, an opportunity to not only get to know her, but even her mother. And she didn't give her away right away, but she gave me a thorough interview And we talked for what seemed like hours and we just connected on a whole nother level. It was a very innocent and pure relationship that started from absolutely nothing that blossomed into a great friendship and relationship as of today. Yeah. So Kayla, we're going to ask you to go back to that day. Um, This was the time when the kids moved back to California. Yeah. And so we were just seeking out stability, something consistent, something that was going to make up for lost time and catapult us into a brighter future, right? So then here comes Corey, Kayla. Then, you know, please be honest. Like, what were you thinking? What happened that day? Um, I kind of just felt like um, an instant friendship with Corey. I didn't feel awkward in any way. I bombarded you with a whole bunch of questions that day. So (laughs) kudos to you. (laughs) Um, But it felt like, yeah, like an instant connection friendship. And I definitely had a, um, like a blossoming best friendship. (laughs) Yeah. Um, At that time that grew into um, 
a father-daughter relationship that I couldn't be more thankful for. Yeah, I feel the same way. And so I brought that up first because I just wanted to get the the foundation to what has happened in this family dynamic. You know, we have you and I obviously are married and have been so for 17 years and going on a few more, I hope. And so um, in that time, you know, I had to forge relationships not only with uh, Nathan, I had to forge a relationship with with uh, Kayla, who I don't call Kayla, but I mean, that's a whole other story. Um, and then I had to reconfigure my relationship with Xavier, who's my biological son, coming into a relationship that I already had uh, two existing individuals. Right. Yeah, I think um, a topic, I mean, we could go so many ways with Kayla on this show today. Um, from, you know, what was it like uh, being in a blended family, you know, nine years old? And I think we can touch on that. But I would just love, Kayla, if you can introduce yourself. One of my favorite questions when meeting someone um, is, what about your life, your identity, your experiences have made you who you are today? Mm. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, I'm Michaela. I'm the daughter of Genevieve and Corey and Christian and Phaedra. Um, I think growing up in a blended family has definitely affected how I am as a person now and really helped me grow and learn. And I feel like I've taken things that my parents have taught me or told me not to do and then grown upon their experiences and was like just determining that that wasn't something that I wanted to go down. Mm -hmm. And so it was a great learning experience. I think that I would classify myself as a very compassionate person and a caring person. I'm very family oriented and I love my family and I would go in above and beyond for my family. I'm very much a protector. I'm the oldest. So mm. um, I have four younger siblings. I have Nathan, Xavier, Grace, and Ashton. And so for me, like, I think that <clears throat> when my family's hurting, I just want to do everything in my power to protect them and make them feel good, especially my friends as well. Like, that's just how I approach things in life. And my friends call me like the mother of the friends. <laughs> You can totally see that. And so as you were saying that, Kayla, some of the things that came to my mind are just things that you've done in life, period. So even as a younger person, being the oldest, you were held responsible for a lot of what the siblings did or didn't do. And then you even went into, um, you had about in your career where you were in an assisted living facility and the things that you did there. And so I can't wait till we get to talk about, you know, what you do today. I mean, you've got so many different hats, right? And one of those hats is being Jen and Corey's daughter. And people always wonder like, what is that like for the kids? And I, in my head, I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, why, why would that be one of the things you're curious about? And why would that be difficult? That should be really easy. <laughs> so I probably should ask, like, can you tell me more when you ask me that question? But that's a question I get a lot out um, from people is what was it like growing up as yours and Corey's kid? I you want to enlighten question. people? 
<laughs> I actually really love that question. So um, if you know my mom and Corey, you know how playful they can be. So we were definitely the party house in the neighborhood growing up. <laughs> All of my friends would be over and we would play like this game called Spook where Corey would freak us out around the house and wear like this like black cloak. And we loved it. We'd be fr- afraid, afraid, even though we knew it was him, but we loved it. And it was just so great growing up with mom and Corey and being able to be yourself. Um, I feel like I've had, or I have a relationship with my parents where I can talk to them about anything about, well, I'm talking to you guys, so I can talk to you about anything. Um, and I think that's rare to have a really close bond and friendship with your parents. Yeah. Yeah. I I think Corey and Kill, I don't know. I don't think I've ever asked you this, but I think Corey really helped us do that. Because mm-hmm. um, your parenting style was very different than mine, Corey's, where it was a lot of advice and it was very therapeutic and more from a counseling point of view. Whereas I tailored my parenting in the beginning as very like, just don't do it because I said so or get good grades. And it was just like very directive and demanding. And so I learned a lot from that too, being blended the different parenting styles and that I was no longer doing single mom parent stuff which was amazing right well when i came into the uh, picture and and basically uh well you know when we started dating we weren't dating for fun we weren't dating for um to see what things we were dating to see if we were suited for one another to be married yeah and marriage was the goal right uh, ultimately and so i knew coming into this that uh both kayla and nate had a father already who was very much so a part of their lives. So I wasn't coming in at that moment trying to be a father. I was coming in to be a parental figure, but I was forging friendships with them. And I knew the difference between friendship and parent. So I knew how to draw a line. That makes sense. Yeah. Between those two. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the both of you, I get both K's. Kayla's on my left, Corey's on my right, is how Kayla said, you know, the friendship formed immediately. And so you two have a very special bond where you share story. You even have your own language. And like you said, you don't call Kayla Kayla because you have these nicknames for each other. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I remember, Kayla, when you were getting married and it may not have been a dilemma for you. I don't know. But you had both your dad, Chris, and Corey walk you down. Um, at any point, were you wondering, like, how am I going to do this? Is it going to be dad? Is it going to be Corey? Or what was that like? Um, I didn't really give it a second thought. It was automatically instant that I would have both um, my dad and Corey walk me down. Yeah. And I'm going to share pictures. Um on my Instagram so everyone can see that. I don't think I've shared those pictures. But um, so now, Kayla, and it's hard. I'm having a challenge speaking to you because I totally respect you as a woman who, by the way, Kayla is here this month because it's her birthday. And the numbers in your life, Kayla, are so amazing because nine years old is when you met Corey. Nine years old is when my dad passed away. You're turning 29 this month. 
which is the the age that I met Corey. Um, so here you are as as a young woman, you've got different roles and and just you're living, I think, your best life. Um, from a mom's point of view, I'm just so happy that you've got peace in your life at this age. And I know that sounds like, what are you, what are you saying? If you've lived in a life that hasn't been peaceful to see your children attain, that is like good all in itself. You yeah. Know I mean, mean let's just start with this. You know, if you had a model child to look at or to say, Hey, this is the kind of person I want you to be. In my mind and in my heart, it would be, you know, Kayla. Um, I watched her excel in school. I watched her follow her passions, follow her dreams. I'm going to say this, and I hope it doesn't embarrass you, but I watched her purposefully hold on to her virginity till she got married. I watched her marry the man that she loved. I watched her also commit to this man and not commit to him before marriage, but at marriage, make that commitment and say, this is where I'm going to be. And this is where I'm going to stay. And until this day, she's been strong and holding that part and that role. And so again, if I have a model, I want to present to anyone on who, who you should try to aspire to be like this, this is the model that I hold before anyone. And when I have conversations, you know, so I'm going to ask Kayla a question because I just want to know from your point of view, did you always have this drive and this ideal on how you wanted to live your life or did it just come to you in bits and pieces? Um, <laughs> I think as far as like marriage goes, I've, I've always wanted it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, since I was little, right. I wanted my rom-com movie, my, Knight in shining armor, quote unquote. I, I'm a romantic, so that I've always had. But I think like different goals in my life, I feel I've developed over time because I wasn't always good in school. In elementary school, I struggled a lot. Um, but I think like as I approach like the middle school age, that's when I started honing down and really like finding myself more focused. Mm-hmm. In accomplishing different things that I wanted. Nice, nice. Yeah, and that focus is intense. And deeply it, intense. Deeply. And right now, you know, we're so formal at this podcast table right now. I think just um, the wonderful nervous tension. Uh, there's a lot of playfulness, like you said, Kayla, with Corey and I. And Kayla adds to that playfulness. One of the things that... So I'm just going to say... One of my most favorite things in life, life today, is playing a video game with Kayla. <laughs> and I think it's <laughs> for a few reasons. Um, you know, you get two women who act like big kids, and we just giggle at the most ridiculous things. And it's constant. Kayla, you and I can play a video game all night into the morning. Yes. We actually <laughs> completed overcooked in one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, Until 4 that's a true statement. And 
to my former supervisor at the time, and I don't even know who it was. <laughs> I think I called in sick that day because we, oh my yeah, goodness. I just could not work because we were up all night and into the morning. Yeah. So, um, and and I'm trying not to be so concerned about time because it's like 20 years of Kayla's life packed into one episode. Like, how can you really do that? Right. Kay. Um, but so let's just check off this list. I agree with you, Corey, you Kayla are a role model of a kid into teenage life into young adult, still young adult and just so, so inspiring and definitely family oriented when I had my my bouts with my health, Kayla was my go-to, you know, um, because you have a very nurturing side to you. I've always asked you, like, are you sure you don't want to be a nurse? <laughs> and she's like, I don't do blood. <laughs> I will pass out. And she will True pass story. out. <laughs> the hospital story. Oh, boy. Yeah, this one can't do blood and especially her own blood. And so I learned that the hard way. Uh, quick story. Yes, please. I love this story. Simple getting blood drawn. And I think it was like a, a checkup. It wasn't nothing intense, nothing overwhelming. And I thought it was okay for me to leave the building and go outside. And as soon as I got out there, the nurse comes running out and telling me <laughs> that she's passing out. And I'm like, no way. I get up there and my child's lips are blue. <laughs> and she's slumped over in the chair and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And then, so I, I promised myself, even though I didn't follow through with this promise that I would never go to the hospital <laughs> with her again. <laughs> to the medical staff that day. I apologize. Yes. And I do too, because I was a mess after I seen that. Cause I didn't know what to do and, and what direction to go in. But th that was just, you know, one of the situations I, I want to, Wait, can I say, sure. I remember when you called me at work. Oh, yeah, I, but I do. I, before we move, leave this part of Kayla and her experiences in, in health care, because Kayla has a gift for health care. But the problem is, is, yes, she freaks out at blood and all this stuff when she was a little itty bitty thing. And I just remember, I think I've shared this, how traumatizing her physicals were for me, because she wouldn't even get on a scale by herself. Like, so this is what her physicals were. I'd have to go on the scale with her. And then they, you know, then they'd weigh me by myself. And then they'd take the difference. And that was Kayla's <laughs> weight. I'm thinking, I don't like my physicals for this one thing. Like, I didn't like getting on the scale. And I had to do it with Kayla each and every time. And then if they had to give her vaccines or take blood, oh, it just broke my heart. Because they literally had to hold you down, Kayla, because you were, like, flailing, you know, and you had strong legs. And then I just felt so bad. I'd start crying. They'd ask me if it was... Like, better if I should leave the room or whatever. I'm just like, this just feels so torturous. It was very torturous. And so that's why I wanted to slightly change <laughs> gears. Because what I wanted to point out is that Kayla worked in a facility where she gave care to people on a regular basis. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, I was more on the administrative side. So I would handle more of the paperwork or any kind of concerns or questions residents or family members would have. 
But it was really scary because when I was working there, um, that's when COVID had hit and we got hit really hard. Yeah. And lost a lot of our residents. So it was really disheartening, especially when you build relationships with the families and the residents themselves and that you just lose someone. So it's sad. (laughs) Yeah. And when she says lose someone, I want everyone to be clear. These people were passing away and it was a tough time for everyone, but even more so if you're working somewhere where you have these feelings for individuals and you're literally watching them pass away. And Kayla, you and I talked, I was like, Kayla, think or feeler. And your response was like, feeler. So what? how does that look like for you um, throughout life and, and just who you are and the work that you've done and family dynamics? Um, so I am a very reactionary filler. So I'm, I react on my feelings very quickly. Um, so I take things very hard, but I feel things very hard. And it, I think it makes me empathetic to people. Um, especially when they're feeling down or they're feeling happy. All I want to do is just make people feel happy and make them feel better. That's all I want to do. So working in environments where you're surrounded by great things, but then also really sad things, like really kind of broke me down. Mm -hmm. And so I, I didn't feel like that was where I wanted to be anymore after a few years of doing it. Yeah, it's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing is I love your purpose statement and how clear you are on that. It's making people feel happy and taking care of them. So your career today is what? Um, I work in a call center and I help people um, keep their water utility on. Um, And it, I think it's such an important job because you don't really think how important water is until you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Water is life. You can't go living without water. No. Okay. With drinking to feel dignified and to take a shower. Like that's so important to feel clean, to be able to wash your clothes, clean your dishes so you can eat. Like it's just an important feeling. And I want people to feel like they have that like they can have that life to feel dignified in themselves to feel human yeah and and i get that and and i think that's a again a very important part of life and i'm glad you're having that experience to be able to give that assistance to people but we would be selling kayla so short and i mean so short Mm -hmm. if we didn't mention some of the other things that she's capable of and has done um being a musician, uh, Caleb had picked up the guitar many years ago and was able to learn on her own pretty much. I mean, I showed her what I could, but I wasn't a guitarist, so I could only show her what I knew. And then she just took the reins and, and forged forward. Tell us about your your guitar playing, Kayla. Um, it's, I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's like um, a really... Hmm. Should I say like a, a high kind of when you're able to like say I played that, you know, like right. I made music instead of just like listening to it. You made it right. Mm. It, it's rewarding in a way. It's like so satisfying to be able to say that you did that. <laughs> Absolutely. And she sings. Yes, she does. My goodness. I was remembering. I'm starting to see a theme, Kayla, because you mentioned and I never knew that you saw that this way, that you didn't really catch on to school and start 
um, shining and really getting it until middle school. Um, your story with the guitar is kind of the same way, right? Because you first tried to learn it. And what happened there? Well, I have to take credit for this because I, <laughs> I bought a jank guitar. <laughs> oh, you're taking credit for the story. Okay. Yeah, and, and that jank guitar was awful. The strings were entirely too high and they were just torturous on her fingers. And so I realized, like, I've gotten the wrong instrument. I need to get something yeah. a little bit easier for her to, to play. And so... Yes. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> the net was way too high. And I wanted, I, I was just like, this is not for me. This is not where I'm going. I thought it was, never mind. But then Corey got me a guitar where the net was lower. And that's when I fell in love with acoustic guitar. Yeah. See that. And so one of the things I've learned as a parent, and to anyone listening, Kayla, one day you might be a parent, is you get what you pay for and going off what's less cost is not always better. No. There's a reason why things are more expensive. Well, to, to my defense, I thought I was going to get something cheap enough to where if she didn't like it, I didn't yeah, that makes blow sense. a lot of money, but something uh, cost effective enough to where if she did like it, we can move forward. Right. Um, unfortunately, and, and this is not with all guitars, you know, you can buy a really good guitar that the nut is way too high and have problems mm. with it. Uh, but that was just one of those freak, uh, freak accidents. Uh, another thing that Kayla does very well, and I'm so proud to say this, and I'm so happy to talk about this because I, I think, um, a lot of people just wouldn't know this. Kayla was the, my first illustrator for my first book. That was published in 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, that book is called Ruffles. I'm going to be re-releasing that, that book very soon. But Kayla, tell me about how it was to be an illustrator in a book that's been published. And, and how old were you? Yeah, how old were you? Middle school. <laughs> wow, middle school was just a thing <laughs> for you. And I when did so. you finally get the guitar going? That was in high school. Okay. Yeah, that, that was okay. in high school. <laughs> um, it's very rewarding to be able to say that I drew pictures <laughs> for a book that's published. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I, I love drawing. I've always have, I always have loved drawing. So being able to put that passion into something and seeing the final product is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Your artistry is something else too. And people can think, okay, Jen. Okay, Corey. It's because she's your daughter. No, we're serious. Like Kayla, when we tour people um, in the studio, I always point out the puppets you made for the shameless band. I'm like, and people really same reaction as me. Who the heck makes puppets? And I was like, and she did it without a pattern because in my mind, it's like, it's yeah. To people who don't create with their hands the way you do, it is a superpower. Like, I'm just like, how do you do that? Can you please let us into your brain a little bit when these things come your way on how you're going to present your art or you have an idea, like what happens? Um, I think like, I just like expressing myself in the way that I do art, whether it's abstract, whether it's illustration, whether it's 3d, I mean, whether it's music, singing, anything really. It's just a way to express myself. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, let's talk about where this is coming from. I mean, I can't take credit for that, but I'm sure you could and would. if you, And if, will right now. Yeah, and so <laughs> a lot of people don't know that you sang quite a bit, you know, when you were younger and are getting back into the singing yeah. scene. You're also a, a pianist and, and have played for many years and love music just as much as, you know, I do. And you hold that back. But I think that's being pushed through you into Kayla as well. And then the the, the thought of me playing and singing also is something that, you know, all the kids were able to have a, mm-hmm. a, a good eye on. Yeah. You want to talk to that? The the creative piece? Yeah. Man, I mean, it, it's very humbling when you say that I possibly had a <laughs> had a, a part in everything that Kayla is. And, you know, our, all three kids are artists in their own um, ways. I think Kayla, for me, what I see is your artistry mixed with your work ethic and your dedication and discipline puts it at a whole another level. Like Kayla, you don't rest until it's done and it's done so well. Um, and so you have the ability to create with your hands. And another thing that you've gotten is you like to decorate. And I've always kid with you, Kayla. I was like, do you have anything that you didn't hear it? Because even some of your, we've, we've joked around about some of your physical qualities, like just every little thing about you, but yet you are unique and you are your own person. And I think that was the hardest thing about um, having you grow up into a woman. Like she's not a kid. You know, she's her own. And even in this podcast right now, I feel like Corey and I are just talking because we're so proud of you. And it's like people, I, you know, Kayla's on the show and we're so excited you're here. And I don't feel like you've, you've spoken enough. I feel we've spoken about you, which we do all the time. Right. Well, I think it's, it's, two, uh, it's a two part thing. Like Jen, Corey and Kayla, maybe you'll get a minute in here. Yeah, she, she'll get a minute in just a minute. No, I think it's a two part thing. We know that Kayla's not, um, the public speaking type of person where she wants to be on a microphone, just continuously talking as we do and, and like to. So yeah, there's a bit of a covering there. And then also, um, we know when she speaks, she says something powerful. So yeah, just, that's another thing. She's a writer. Yeah, I mean the things that she writes, and I think it's easier for us to boast about you, Kayla, because you are very humble. You're not going to come in here and be like, "Hi, I'm Kayla, and these are all the things that I do, and I do Let well." Me count the ways I dance, I sing, I write. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. But I will. I will uh, throw one more question your way, Kayla, before we get it all wrapped up. Um, can you put your life in a couple of sentences and, and where you think you're going to go from here? Do you see children? Do you see uh, more school? Do you see coming to the studio and recording your first EP with me? Do you see? You are so, these, by the way, these are very guided questions um, with an agenda. With a very <laughs> You are heavy. using the podcast and getting people to witness yes a heavy agenda <laughs> so so speak to some some of those things you don't have to speak to all of them okay um i would say that my life has been very full 
um, full <clears throat> of experiences, full of family, full of love, um, even full of like trials and, you know, errors and mistakes, you know, that yeah. I've made that we've all mm-hmm. made our experience. And so I think I definitely wouldn't change anything. Um, I love my life and I foresee having kids later on in the future with John. Um, don't know when we're Yay. still enjoying that married life with <laughs> that's a way to <laughs> without having a baby. Um, but eventually, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't worry. You guys will be grandparents at some point. <laughs> oh, we're not worried. We're, you know, I, I always think about that kill. Like how would that be as a grandmother? And I know it's all about when you all are ready, but I think Corey and I need to get ready for that piece too. Like we're going to have grandkids running around our house wanting to touch everything. I'm going to want to spoil the crap out of them. <laughs> and you know, just the thought of it doesn't seem real yet. Yeah. And our house is definitely not child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to give us time. We got to get this child proof and, and ready for the grandkids. Cause I don't want to be the grandmother says, no, you can't touch that. No, you can't play with that. Don't you know sit what I mean? there. Don't go yeah. there. Close that door. No, we don't want to be. We want to be like, hey, have a good time. Right. Right. Kayla, I'm going to ask you this. We've mentioned all the different things that you do, all the hats you wear. Is there anything that you do that we haven't touched on that you absolutely love about your life? <laughs> um. thinking okay yeah because no, I, I, like, I have huh. some in my mind too and i'm like i don't want she's she's a young woman like she can speak on her own yeah. things um i mean there's something it's not like super creative but it's something that i have found a, a new joy for is um different types of board games like ah, yeah that john and i like playing that we like playing with you guys um it's very nerdy, but I like it. <laughs> and we it's, and love it's not, it. And it's not like your typical Monopoly or Scrabble. It's like different kinds of strategy. Yes. Thinking like, and planning. Critically thinking. Yes, plotting. Like, which and, is not my favorite thing. So, Kelly, you're so cute. Because what's the game that you, you introduced us to? A pandemic? Pandemic. <laughs> And now this was before the actual pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So right. we, we really enjoyed that, and we just didn't feel right playing it during no. the pandemic. <laughs> right, so we haven't well, played it since. The intense thing is okay. Everyone, imagine this, Kayla, and you've met her, so you could kind of see how she is. You, Corey and John. John is super smart, super sharp. I'm sitting there without a strategic bone in my body. Like, I'm just so great to, I'm happy with the connection. I'm great with the energy. And then it's my turn, right? And they've got the whole thing planned out. So when you play these games, it's like chess. You're foreseeing future moves. (laughs) And you're for, you know, it's all about the goal of this. What's the objective of the game, which I don't get. So whenever it's my turn, Kayla's all, mom, I think you should go here and then you sh- and then Corey will do this and then I'll do this and then John and then we're going to win. So I'm seriously there as a what is those what is that called, Corey? Um, I'm just there to hold the spot, I guess. Like I roll the <laughs> dice. That's what I get to do, everyone. I get to roll the dice and move my person on the board, <laughs> which can be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
It is. It is watching you all, you know, save the world. It's great. <laughs> so I love board games. Um, and your board games are very for very smart people. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yes, that. Yes, <laughs> as you should. I'm smart, but at a whole nother level. Yeah. It's not that kind. I think it, it bleeds into that, but yeah, you just have to be a, a special individual and, and I don't mean a good special all the time to, to love board games yeah. like we do, but we definitely Cute. enjoy that board games. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause how many, how many games do you have now at home? <laughs> we have like a whole bookshelf. So if you haven't played there, if you haven't played a few board games, if you like compat like competitive recommend villainous if you like collaborative i recommend pandemic <laughs> or um horrified if you like like the horror theme and if you want just crazy i like to see she the yes. restaurant animated one. fun that's the restaurant rivals. rival restaurant yes that yeah. one's so fun sushi go too yes <laughs> sushi go Another, speaking of Sushi Go, one of the things, Tuki, that I definitely want to highlight about you is the artistry, even in the way you cook. So Kayla's a good cook, too, and a homemaker. Um, Just, you know, when Corey and I get to visit your home with John, and I look around and I see all the touches that are you, I'm like, man, this is our daughter who's who's putting this home together and doing your thing and i'd asked you before we recorded like what your aspirations are for life if we can just exit on that that would be awesome awesome okay uh so i would say that my goals in life are to develop a family with me and john um and to create a home space where we have that comfort and safety and joy and peace in our home um, with our families and just have what I had when I was younger <laughs> with my family. And he had, you know, like we can just develop that and make it our own. And that that's my goal. <laughs> and you, you are on your way. Yeah. Not already. And there. that's more than enough. You don't have to aspire to do nothing other than that. If that's what you want to do. That's right. So I'm going to put this question out there. Yes. With all our listeners as witness, as a witness, will you come back to the podcast? <laughs> yes. Because ah, <laughs> sure. this was our first one and there's so much here yeah. that we can unpack. And so many things we didn't yeah. talk about. So, But we just are, are tickled that we get to share our Kayla on the, ele on the elevator with people who listen to us. So thanks, Kayla, for being here. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> and we didn't say this, but when we exit out, it wouldn't be complete if you didn't exit out with us. So you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Every day. It's good, Kayla. It's good, man. I was about to lose it in the very beginning. <laughs>